So hello and welcome to episode 19 now of 20 Minute Marketing. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since our last episode, so I'm excited to pick things up and get started and share some new content with you all. So without giving too much away, the episode is going to be focusing on branding and how businesses, particularly those in tech, can connect better with their audience. So let's get right into it. So today's guest is Alara Vura. Uh, so hi, Alara. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm excited to get started and, and learn something from you today. So could you spend a minute or so introducing yourself and your work for us, please? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of tech-based business owners have something amazing to offer. And a lot of the time they've already developed a product that has a potential to really have a positive impact on the world. But um, the problem is because they've been so um, close with their product, they when they communicate their product, they, they get lost in this techie language. And what that does is it confuses their audience. A lot of the time it bores them and pushes them away. So what I help them do is create an emotional connection with their audience so that their audience is inspired to actually take action, whatever that action might be, if that's signing up for their email list, if that's actually buying their thing, if that's investing in them. Um, so really that's kind of the uh, essence of what I do and it comes from uh, my background in I actually used to be a life coach so my background uh, in creating human to human connections and really articulating that passion so that other people um, especially your audience can can grasp it as well and therefore are inspired to take action. Um, yeah and I'm really interested in this topic because as uh, we're an SMS provider we often use words to describe our services we might be using like SMS API or talking about A2P or P2P or maybe our Zapier integration. And for some people, those words mean absolutely nothing. Um, in other circumstances, it can be hard to sort of make those topics interesting or connect with our audience and say why those things are important. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm also really interested to see how this can sort of change how we connect emotionally with our audience when I sort of talk about those things. So if everyone stays with us in a few seconds, we'll be diving right into that chat. So stay tuned. So let's get started. So as we've discussed already, um, you help tech businesses create an emotional connection by using language that doesn't cause confusion or boredom. Um, and as a result, this can help brands build a loyal customer base, which is everyone's ultimate um, goal, essentially. So why is it important to build that emotional connection? it's important to remember that no matter who we're talking to whether it's in business whether it's an investor whether it's that this fact even though it's really simple it's really easily forgotten in the business world and the um the the main thing about being human is that the thing that drives our decisions is how we feel about things is our emotions we later back it up with logic we make decisions based upon how we feel and then later back it up with logic. And, and that's the thing that um, we often forget, especially in the business world. Like we, This is something that that uh, is a reality from when we were making our first friends in kindergarten, from when we were de deciding what high school to go to, from when we were deciding what what, um, what job to take. Yeah, like there's logical um, aspects to it. And it's important to list those logical aspects to kind of like make sure that you are making the right decision. But it's it always starts off with first how you feel about something, uh, feel about um, the decision, right? So let me give you an example. So I used to, um, <laughs> I have this really vivid memory of when I used to go shoe shopping with my mum when I was a kid. And 
we within the first 30 seconds of walking into the shop we i would have had a look around and i would have decided maybe narrowed it down to two shoes which i like the style of and i like the color of i just like the shoes so from that point onwards everything i did was about looking at the logical reasons why it would be a good buy so I'd look at well you know um this is this is a lightweight material it's got a uh, it's a it's got a discount and it's breathable material so my mum feels like yeah well perfect it sounds like a good shoe and it, it, was, it is a good shoe but the decision was made within the first 30 seconds when I decided that I liked that shoe and it's it, I'm sure you can you can relate to this the audience can relate to this in one way shape or form <laughs> if you have kids or from from your childhood as well but for some reason we forget this when it comes into business and we just start talking about the logical aspects of it and if you just walked into a shoe shop and they gave you a list of all the properties of the shoes and which ones are, uh, which ones lightweight which ones on discount how inspired would you feel to buy that shoe you probably just get bored and have a bit of information overload and walk out the shoe shop right so um the reason why it's important to build an emotional connection is because we're all human and humans make decisions based upon how they feel about something and then back it up with logic so the idea is you create a good feeling with them and then later back it up with the logical aspects of why your product is the best thing in the world and then sort of that comes we'll come back to the next step of that is that okay so someone has a good feeling how can tech or other businesses then um, approach the language or improve their relationship with their customers to get that connection yeah okay so um the how right so how do we actually do that there's three reasons why you might be pushing away your audience so the first reason is that you haven't got that sense of trust right they just don't trust you second reason is that they're confused and third reason is they don't feel uh they don't, they don't feel like what you have is relevant to them they can see it but they just don't see why it's relevant to them okay so you're either uh, they either don't trust you they're confused or they just don't feel like what you have is relevant to them and um with your communication in them you need to have these three things. If you have these three things, you will have created an emotional connection with them. The first thing is about creating belief, creating a sense of belonging with what you do. So what I mean by this is uh, my product is going to help make the world a better place in X, Y, Z reason. This is the world that I believe in. So everything we do is based around, I'm just making it up, efficiency. This is the world that I believe in. So everything we do is based around sustainability, safety, whatever, whatever it is that you believe in. But this first part about creating belief is where you share your core values, the foundations on which this business is built upon and showing that, that your business is deeper than skin level, that there's more to it than just the product that you want them to buy. There is actually a, a soul to this company. So, um, I'll go into a few more examples in a minute, but but Apple is a really good example of this. So Apple has um, has done one of the is, is one of the best examples out there of a company that can show their soul. Yeah, they're a computer company. Yeah, they sell um, kind of iPods or phones or whatever else they sell. But they have a deep that they show that they're deeper than skin level, and you can see this in all of their advertisements. That everything they do is around creating. Um, and questioning the status quo, challenging the status quo, um, and supporting people who think differently to push the human race forward, right? So um, the first element is creating belief by sharing the soul of your company, your why and your vision. 
The second element is around creating clarity around what you do. There is a difference between something being easy to understand and impossible to misunderstand. So you're trying to um, make it so that when you talk about what you do, especially kind of in an elevator pitch or, or in a title, that what you do is super clear. And, and there's a really simple formula to do this. And this is something that Donald Miller, founder of StoryBrand, um, is kind of a really high advocate of. So when it's a great about... book, by the way, just to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've just finished reading yeah, it. Yeah, I would recommend um, that to anyone. Absolutely. And uh, one of the ways he teaches you to uh, kind of create an elevator pitch is you, first of all, start off with what the problem is, right? So you're, you're, almost, you're, you're telling a story, you're, you're giving a problem, you're giving a solution, and then you're giving your results to the solution. So, uh, for example, let me give you the example of mine. So the problem, most tech-based business owners have something amazing to offer, but um, can't get their audience to act when it comes to buying example okay so uh, most xyz people have this problem experience this problem which leads to this um which leads to this situation okay so second part is so we do xyz this is a solution that you have so for me it's so i help them create an emotional connection with their audience okay so i can depending on what context i'm talking about it, i can give more detail or less detail but what really the solution that i'm giving is creating an emotional connection with their audience okay so the second part is the solution that you have the third part is the result of that solution so that so that they can inspire their audience to take action to act so that they can inspire their audience to come on board with their vision, to come on board with their cause, whatever it is. So that result, what does that solution lead to? What result does it lead to? Okay. So if you can create an elevator pitch that brings clarity, perfect. That's the second element of creating emotional connection. So you've created belief by sharing your vision. You've created clarity by having a bomb-proof elevator pitch. And the third element is using your story, using your founding story and this is about um this is your story your founding story is actually your superpower because you have got the the reason why you got to the point that you're right now where you're passionate about what you do where you think your product really is going to solve a big problem in the world and you think that you you're like what you have is the best the, the reason you've got to the point you have now is because you've been through a series of realizations throughout your life that has led you to that point You've gone through some experiences that have led you to have some realizations that have led you to believe that this is a big problem that needs to be solved in the way that I'm solving it. That is your story. That is your founding story. But when we tell people about our product, we're just saying there is a problem. This is the solution. You should buy it. People haven't gone through the same emotional and psychological journey that you've gone through to realize it's important. So the magic that comes out of sharing your founding story in the right way is that people don't under only understand what you do but they understand the importance of it and the relevance of it to them so when you're sharing your founding story um a lot of people can can kind of go off tangent because there's a lot of elements to your founding story that that you could share right so i want you to remember if you are sharing your founding story at any point the key uh kind of aim that you're getting at with your story is this statement right so if i can make people believe that the technology that i'm utilizing this is specifically for tech uh, businesses but if i can make people believe 
that the technology that I'm utilizing, whatever, whatever that is, blockchain, AI, whatever it is, is the key to the thing that they desire the most, you know, becoming an industry leader, becoming, um, having a world where people have access to healthcare anywhere on demand, whatever it is, right? So the thing that they desire the most and is only attainable by the specific way that I utilize this technology. So this is your specific product, the, the thing that makes your product different. Then all of their objections will go away and they have to give me money. So if you can get people to believe that the technology that they're utilizing is the key to getting the thing that they want the most and is only attainable through the specific way that you use that technology, then all of the objections go away and they have to give you money. And then we're just going to ask some like practical questions. So besides Apple, do you have any other examples of maybe any brands that have done this really well? Or... Yeah. So um, like I was saying, Apple is, is a big one. Nike is also a, a really good brand that has managed to add some depth to what they do and actually communicate the soul of their company. They have a video called Dream Crazy and it's all about this Um it's, it's showing moments, uh, kind of moments in sport where it was it was really crazy for them to do whatever they did, right? And the the um, message in the video is it's only crazy until you can do it. Show them what crazy can do, and and their um, kind of logo is um, not logo tagline is just do it. So Nike has a really good way of creating that emotion. If you watch that emotion and don't get teary eyed, <laughs> I'd be worried. <laughs> um, Elon Musk also has another. Uh, is another really good example for this because he yeah he has a lot of great products but whenever you hear him speak he will always speak about why he does it the vision that he has he's a really um he's a really good visionary and uh, if you actually listen to his interviews it all boils down to the fact that he wants the future for the human race to be inspiring rather than depressing so and the best way that he can um, see that happening is by becoming an interplanetary species so we're not just kind of all going to burn and die on this planet and also um, creating sustainable life on this planet as well so uh, Tesla and SpaceX both of them fit really well into that vision that he has of creating an inspiring and um, kind of future to look forward to and get excited about rather rather than kind of wait for our death, <laughs> um, which is really uh, entertaining to, to <laughs> I'm just going to ask one final question on this sort of topic of uh, emotion and connection. Just sort of like an example of ourselves, I'm interested to sort of hear what your thoughts are about it. So um, when we run our like paid ads or whether that's on Google or, or other channels, um, we focus on price and we've often tried to um, sell the emotional connection of us maybe helping people out using a software that they've never used before or, or, or on that side of things and they haven't worked as well so how does sort of like paid ads and, and ad copy fall under um, this sort of um, arch yeah so um, look there's there's a few questions that people need to answer in their heads before they buy something right let me just give you those five questions they need to be answered in this order um, some products just speak for themselves and some products that are a little bit more confusing need it to be spelled out so the questions are this is what i believe in this is the world that i believe in this is the world that we want to create right second is this is what i do this is what i have third is here's how it will benefit you fourth here's how it works and fifth here's why we're different all of these questions need to be answered in someone's head before they make a decision that yeah okay i want to go with you so the thing about paid ads is um 
it's something that is so common and for a lot of the time the first three questions here's what i believe in here's what i do here's how it will benefit you are already it, it's answered within itself already right so um what i what do i believe in growing my business or, or whatever it is that you're trying to do with the paid ads people have already answered that question in their heads here's what i do um we've we got paid ads it's simple right so here's how it will benefit you people are clear on the benefits for them it's not those three questions are usually kind of answered in their heads all they want to know is how it works and why are you different so yeah let's now move on to a different angle in regards to connections between brands and their customers um i've seen a few of your videos and quite intrigued by um what you talk about on them so you talk on linkedin about target markets and how companies shouldn't take sort of a stereotypical approach of just listing customer demographics, whether that's their age or sex or um, location um, or maybe their job type. So could you spend a little bit of time telling us why we shouldn't be doing that? Yeah, so uh, I think the video that you're referring to is your target market aren't your people. There was a video called that. That was the one, yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, it's not necessarily that you shouldn't know your customer demographic. But in order to create an emotional connection with them, like there's, you can you can absolutely make money by just knowing your customer demographic, creating something for that demographic. But in a, if you want to create a deeper connection with your audience, and it, I mean, the idea with creating a deeper connection with your audience is that they can, um, they feel loyal to you and they're willing to pay a higher price. They're willing to go with, I mean, Apple charges way more than any other computer company. And why is that? Because people feel loyal to them. So it's not that uh, you shouldn't know the demographic, but it's if you want to create that deeper connection where you want the um, the loyalty and you want people to come on board with your um, cause, then you're going to need to know your tribe. And what I mean by tribe is people that believe what you believe. The aim isn't to do business with everyone who needs your product. The goal is to do business with people who believe in what you believe in, because they are so much more willing to come on board with your cause than anyone just who needs your product, because they're just looking for the cheapest, the easiest, the quickest. And what would happen if your tribal call out is too broad of a group or too specific or or maybe even too big? How do you know when you've sort of aligned properly with the, the right people? Yeah, so um, your, your tri- when I say tribal call-outs, um, th- it's just basically talking about what you believe in. It's p- talking about your vision. It can just be one sentence or it can be like a whole kind of manifesto, a whole video that, that talks about what you believe in uh, is what we do. And they can be really great kind of advertisement material. But um, it's not really about it being too broad or, uh, or if it aligns. Really, like the aim here is to get down and have a kind of a personal discovery and articulate the passion that's in you so that people also align with that people are attracted to authenticity so it's really hard for kind of um, as business owners to grab this concept but it's not about creating something that people want to hear it's about creating something that's so authentic to you that people that align with that are attracted to it so um, this doesn't overwrite the fact that you do need to do your market research that you do need to understand your demographic but it is so much more powerful when you can find the people who need your product, but also um, believe in what you believe in, because they're so much more likely to um, you hit gold, basically. So there is no such thing as it being too broad. There is such thing as not communicating your uh, your vision and your why clearly. The clearer you can com- communicate that, um, the more specific and the more um signal people are going to hear throughout the noise 
to the right people, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And just before we sort of move on to a little bit of graduate advice and your sort of story in, in marketing, do you have any maybe recommendations for anyone wanting to um, learn a bit more about finding out who their um, tribe is or how to start or, or how to change their tone of voice or their connection yeah. points, maybe? So I would say everything that you ever say about your business, start off with what you believe in and uh, your why. So it's such a, a sentence like this. I believe in a world where your vision. So everything I do is based around your, uh, your, uh, the main action that you take, your why. So um, there's a lot of work to kind of really do with uncovering and clarifying your vision and your why. But start everything that you say before you even tell them what you do with, I believe in a world where your vision, so everything I do is based around your why, okay? And uh, the second way that you can actually start to speak to your tribe is by creating a tribal call out. So this is about, you know, hi guys, my name is Bob um, and I'm part of a community of people who give them an identity. You know, in, in Apple, there's people who think differently. In uh, in my business, it's people who roar. Um, I've had clients who have called them called their audience superheroes. I've had people who call them boss babes. Give them an identity. And I'm part of the people who give them an identity. Explain your mission. We believe in a world where X, Y, Z, really kind of um, show them the world that you're trying to create. And then, it's, this element is really important, create an us versus them separation. Create a, this is what we believe in. And they might not believe in, really create that us versus them separation. Why are you different from the rest of the world? Because that's a key element in um, creating that sense of belonging. Um, if you can follow that structure, you can create a video, you can create a manifesto that you can put on your website, you can create um, your about section of your website, you could do anything with that with that structure. But that is a tribal call out structure that you can use to attract people to you. It can be an ad on its own, which for a lot of businesses it is. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, I'm just going to finish off and round off this uh, main section. I think you've provided us with some great insights and it's come at a really interesting time because during my last episode, I was speaking to Cole Schaefer, um, who is really one of the best copywriters that I know and his work is fantastic. And he shared his process on writing and how you can create a persona for the brand and its customer. So he'd be thinking like, what does the customer look like? What music do they listen to? What do they do in their downtime, etc.? Whereas when we flip that back to our topic just now and, and think about tribal callouts and the emotional connection um, and the target market emphasis, um, it's interesting because you've sort of, if you listen to both episodes, you can talk, you can have a great idea of who your customers are and how to write to them when you listen to Cole. And then when you flip that around and listen to this episode, um, you sort of learn about yourself and how to communicate your brand and your message with your customers. Um, so yeah, hopefully that'll give everyone a, a sort of a great insight on on how both elements work. And if you stay tuned with us, uh, we're just going to talk about um, a little bit of graduate advice just to finish off as normal. So as always, we're just going to finish off on a bit of a light-hearted subject and talk about um, graduate advice and how you sort of got into marketing. So do you have any interesting stories from the period when you transitioned out of education into a sort of a full-time role? Because um, I know that you started with a pretty um, unrelated degree, if I'm right. 
yeah so I, I actually studied geology at uni and um i realized once i graduated that it really wasn't what i wanted to kind of go into as a career even though it was really fun to study so i actually went off on a year where i planned not to have a plan just to do stuff i enjoyed and i ended up really realizing kind of the type of impact that i wanted to have in the world uh, which was around helping people increase their impact positive impact footprint that they had like the per person impact that they had so I started off as a life coach actually and um the reason why I've ended up kind of working um in the area that I have now is because um I really think that tech-based business owners have uh, the potential to have a massive positive impact in the world have a big impact footprint but just have this barrier when it comes to the language so I've kind of gone down this route of vision coaching which can be marketing by by some people's definitions branding by other people's definitions um yeah so absolutely not a predictable <laughs> predictable route yeah somewhere like in the middle of of marketing branding falls yeah. in, it, in its own sort of spectrum um and sort of based on your experience and and how you fell into your current role of expertise that's probably quite different to someone like myself who's took a marketing role straight through um mm. so what tips do you have anyone who sort of might be in their early stages of their career whether it be marketing branding or, or anything else really well just remember that everyone everyone regardless of whether they're your boss or uh, your your cleaner they're all human so they're there is no point treating people like a computer and, and i think in, especially in marketing it's easy to treat people like a computer or just like a number but there's, uh, just as there is no kind of point putting them on a pedestal or, or like looking down upon them as well if you strive to create an emotional connection first you are going to get so much more results for the effort that you put in don't just play the numbers game create that emotional human to human connection first and then back it up with logic and then yeah I, I guess I will ask one final question so we got through those two pretty quickly um, so how do you think graduates can maybe stand out when they're com uh, competing for jobs? It's quite a competitive um, challenge now to, to land jobs um, when you're straight out of uni or an apprenticeship or anything like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would say the most powerful thing that you can have when you graduate, and this isn't just for kind of getting jobs, but it's also for, for any other decision that you make in your life as well. No, uh, your why and when I say your why I, I kind of mean a specific thing if you watch um, a video by Simon Sinek called how great leaders inspire action he will explain to you this concept of the why and your why is basically who you are when you're at your best and it will really try to start to give you some clarity around um, your core values and the way that you want to make a difference in the world the way that you want to impact the world and when you can talk about that in your interviews when you could anyone that you talk about that to it shows that there's more to you than just kind of what skills do you have? Let's look at you. You're more than just what you are on your CV when you can start talking about your um, your core values and the, the way that you want to impact the world. Employers love that um, just because it shows much more purpose, but it also makes your life so much more fulfilling as well because you're not just kind of floating from one job to another. It feels so much more purposeful. So um, I would say watch that video of Simon Sinek and understand your why, what your core values and the way that you want to make an impact in the world is. Um, yeah that's a that's a nice way to leave it um, something that people can go out and listen to whether they are trying to find a job or whether they just want to check out a new resource um, so yeah thanks for being a great guest you've provided some insights that no one else has covered so far hopefully it makes people think about how they're trying to connect emotionally um, with their audience um, so yeah thank you
Yeah, thank you for having me on. Not a problem. And I hope everyone enjoys listening. Stay tuned for episode 20, which I'm sure will be out um, in a couple of weeks at the latest.